Hoagie's Garage. How's it going, Tope? Oh, really good. I'm in your basement again. It's nice and cool because <laughs> she was a little warm today. Hard day of work? Hard enough for a government worker. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm only out for 20 minutes to a half hour. I get a sign fix, and I get a drive for 10, 15 minutes to get to the next one, so you get a chance to cool off. So I'm not out there like some people all day long, so I shouldn't whine as much as I do, but yes, my wife, it's one of the things I'm good at. Yeah, and it's hot. I mean, it it truly is hot. So, But it is July also. So, um, hey, we need to thank Husets Speedway. Uh, They're kind of helping us out uh, by sponsoring us a little bit. And in return, we're interviewing all the... All the winners from each Sunday night. Yeah. On the regular shows. On the regular shows. So um, Tuesday night, uh, tomorrow night, yep. what do they have again? Uh, Is it Lucas Oil Late Models, I believe. Ooh, the, the, big the big boys. boys yeah. Ooh, the yep. big iron. Yep. So, I, think they, I think they said it's the first time they've ever been here, maybe, or something. I don't know. Those big motors, on uh, they're going to be... Yeah, it, it'd kind of be fun to watch, but I got to go to Rock Rapids because I got sprint cars over at Rock Rapids on the same night. So Yeah, they're kind of running a Husset show at... No, no, it ain't a Husset show. It's not a Husset no. show, but it's the same classes. Same, I think that's what same, I meant yeah, to say. Yeah, same classes as what they run, as what they run Sunday night at Husset, So Yep, yep, and they're doing that at the Fair Week over in Rock Rapids at yep. Rapid Speedway. Um, and then again, Sunday, you can... Go back up to Houston yep. and watch a regular, regular show. Regular Sunday show, I believe. So, so. You bet. Um, Anyways, when we come back, we'll have the winners from last night. Yeah, which is Eric Mosier, Dusty Bellinger. And Dobbs. And Dobbs. Mark Dobmeyer, I guess. We could do it official. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Hey, we would like to thank our newest sponsor, Tobe. Yeah. Houston's Speedway. Isn't it great to have Houston's back? Oh, it is. What, oh, a, what a great attribute to the area. So awesome. So our new sponsorship, um, basically what we are doing is we are going to have a show um, each week after a normal regular show, right, Tobe? Yep, yep, normal show. Try to get the three winners together. Well, not at the same time, but same night, hopefully. And put together a little half-hour podcast with the winners to see how they talk about their night and Yep, it'll just be a five ten minute conversation. Well, with, yeah, like uh, we've ever had a five ten minute conversation, but we're with, not shooting for an hour show yep, or anything. With but each driver and uh, just talk about Husets and how the night went, and yeah, see how it goes. So again, we want to thank Husets Speedway for allowing us to do this. Yep, and who knows, maybe it'll lead to something else. And we're here at Hoagie's Garage with Eric Mosier. How you doing tonight, Eric? We're doing good. How about you guys? Doing great. Doing great. I did say the name right, didn't I, or not? Yep. Yep, exactly right. Yep. So, some of the guys here in, in Leicester, they go Moser. Moser instead of Moser, and yeah. Moser, got a bunch yeah. Of more or less like kind of like a Z, yeah, Moser, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, hey, give us a little bit of information about you, your family, um, anything you want to share in that way. Oh, yeah. Um, I got a wife named Jessica got two kids i got a son who's gonna be nine here in december and i got a daughter who's 20 months now maddie her name is my son's name's aaron um yeah like i said uh been racing for we started racing street stocks in 2004 and just kind of been in that class ever since we uh used to race four wheelers out at saddleback for about well, that was about four years, and 
about 2003, got the wild idea to buy a street stock. I actually bought my first car from Scott Overgard, and we just kind of slowly progressed from there. So, you bet. So, jumped right from quads to street stocks. Yeah, yep. It's, uh, <laughs> I always just kind of love the class, and, you know, we talked about, you know, building like a sportsman car that they had, you know, like raced originally at like Rock Rapids and Lake County, and, um, we just kind of, it kind of just fell together where it was like, it was just easier to build a street stock than it was to turn the street stock into a sportsman car. So we just kind of, you know, just threw it together and we went out and probably made a fool of ourselves for the first couple of years. We didn't know what we were doing. We were just out there to have a good time. So, <laughs> Well, there aren't too many people that come out and win their first year out. I no. mean, it takes a little while to get the hang of things. Right, right. There, I mean, there is... You know, I know like uh, Evan Miller. Uh, I know uh, he used to race quads, and he was racing on I ninety. And I know he picked up a win his first year out. You know, I mean, I, I got to give credit to the guys who can, you know, make that transition and come out and you know, you know, you get out front and you're fast right away. It's it's quite an accomplishment, I would oh, say. Absolutely, it's a tough class. It's a tough class, and but. You know, the class has been so even, you know, any, any one of those guys out there, I think, have a chance to win any, any night of the week, so. Yeah, it'd be a tough one to bet on on a regular basis. I don't think it you would could be, win. It would be. I mean, you can, you know, it's, I, I the class is pretty even, and it's, I, I, like, I, like, I know, you know, we won two in a row out of Houston's, but our last win out of Houston's game 10 years prior to that it was like 2012 the last time we got a win out there really i wouldn't have guessed that yeah we've you know but you know i we've we've been on pretty limited schedule pretty much for about the last eight years we you know when my son was born i was gonna say what'd you say your son was nine (laughs) yeah 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 i mean once once my son was born it was kind of like you know i mean we had our fun you know doing trying to do points races and stuff like that but it takes a lot of time a lot of dedication to that you know i mean i i just thought you know i'd take a step back and spend time with family and you know that's kind of what's most important to me right now we just kind of treat racing as just kind of a hobby we go when we want to and we stay home when we want to so that sounds like a plan to me yeah that's pretty impressive that you do that Uh, yeah who who are the guys that help you out um, first thing I give credit to my wife for putting up with it, you know, Jessica, she's, you know, she, she unfortunately gets a lot of the grunt work where she's got to stay at home and watch the kids and take care of them. But as far as it comes to working on my car, it's usually just me and my dad during the week, you know, he's, uh, the car stays at his house and he tinkers on it during the week and spends a lot of time getting it ready for me. And I usually end up <laughs> spending maybe part of a day getting things ready to go doing regular maintenance on it and um i gotta give thanks to actually like dave yai Corey yai's dad he actually builds my motors for me um uh, i gotta give thanks to Corey yai he does a lot of work to my car just to help me out you know i mean and tim dan he builds my cars um but whenever i need anything i mean whether it be a bumper i mean he he can knock that out in a day. I mean, you give him a call, he gets it done right away. Um, 
my cousins come and help when they can, Taylor and Jordan, but uh, they got families, they got kids too, so when they come out, it's it's greatly appreciated. So, so it, it sounds like your competition's helping out quite a bit too, just with motors and cars. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for Corey I and his dad and Tim, I probably I probably wouldn't be racing. To be honest, with you. I mean, <laughs> those guys they helped me out tremendously. I mean, I remember quite a few years. I mean, a few years back where we kept having motor problems, and I I hauled a truckload of parts over to Corey's house one night, and we ended up slapping a motor together in the evening and. It was actually my last win out of Houston. We, I bought a short block from Nick Meyer and a set of heads off of Craigslist, and we put we bolted it together and shrugged our shoulders and said, "Well, let's see what happens." And Houston's uh, <laughs> won that Sunday with it. Oh, that's Some, awesome! Sometimes that's the best. Not yeah, so much, honestly, not so much I mean, time to overthink it. Yeah, it was. It was like I don't even know what kind of camshafts in this, but we're gonna just run run it and see what happens. So the old run what you brung theory. Yep, exactly, exactly. So let's let's talk about a little bit about Sunday night now, where you were the winner. That was a fun feature to watch. Yeah, it was a uh, it was it was a lot of fun. You know, I, I, we started towards the front, started second row outside, and um, <clears throat> you know, there was a lot of fast cars in front of us, and you know, it seemed like everyone was kind of hugging the bottom there. And I thought, well, you know, you can't drive through them; you you got to go over there, not so just kind of stuck it on the top of the racetrack and it seemed to hook up pretty good and i was really surprised that we got to the front because i i thought the track was going to dry off a whole bunch and we uh <laughs> kind of set the tra- or set the car up for the track to dry off since we were going to be after the 305s and it was it seemed to stay pretty wet and pretty heavy and it was i seemed pretty i felt like i was faster on the top and we uh just before that caution came out i saw Zach Oliver on the inside of me, and I knew right away I was in trouble because I thought, well, once you, you know, you see that 71 car, he's pretty fast. And I thought, well, <laughs> I'm like, if he's going to pass me, I'm going to make him pass me on the top. I'm like, I, cause I knew I just had to stick to the bottom or else we were going to end up being in second or fall to the back. So, he, he but it was kind of a, it was kind of a struggle to keep the car on the bottom. We had it a little too tight, and for some reason, we started losing a little bit of power at the end of the night. I, but uh, yeah, it was it was it was an exciting race. I knew he was in there inside of me the whole time, and just he tried to kind of keep it exciting, anyways. He tried real hard that one time in three and four to get underneath you. I I would have yeah. hated been trying to stand between the two cars because I don't think there yeah. was enough room. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I don't think you could have fit a piece of paper between us. So, <laughs> but it was nice, clean racing. It was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I uh, <clears throat> like I've always said, I I want to save my Probably the most fun I had out of the racetrack was probably racing for like I think it was for fourth and fifth with Dan Jensen one night. This was probably eight years ago. Me and him were side by side from the green flag to the checkered flag, and we never ran into each other once. But I mean, it was we were just hard racing back and forth, and I don't think you could have fit a piece of paper between the two of us, and it was just a blast. I mean. We were back there racing for fourth or fifth or whatever. I mean, I don't even think we were towards the front, but it was probably one of the most, probably one of the funnest races I ran in a long time. So, yeah, I thought, you know, I don't know, was there five, six laps left? I'm like, 
Oh man, I don't know if he's going to be able to hold off Zach, but yeah. you did. I mean, it was impressive. You, yeah. I mean, you battled hard, and you know, you made him go somewhere else. So that yeah. was that's kudos to you. Yeah, I mean, he's he's fast. He's got a, he's got a fast car every week, and and I saw I I figured I'd be seeing him or <clears throat> Matt Sterwalt or Corey Eye sticking their nose around me somewhere. I figured, well. We'll just ride the bottom and see what happens. So, <laughs> so why do you like going to Houston? I think it's kind of a combination of honestly that I've I, I remember the first time I ever went out to the racetrack was actually with my grandma, and I <clears throat> she loved going out there, and it seemed like I always loved watching the street stock class. Like, I mean, I would be bummed out if we missed the street stock hot laps. Like it was, that's, oh. that was just my favorite class to go watch. And I just, I don't know. It's just, I, and then my, my stepdad brought me out there every weekend and it's just always, it's always just kind of been a special place in my heart to go out there, you know? And I was, I was always kind of leery about going out there when I first started racing a street stock because everyone's like, oh, you out there, that wall will just tear your car up. And we didn't have much money, you know, and it was like I didn't want to go out there and start tearing stuff up. So we just kind of shied away from it. And then when, when you know, they got rid of the street stock class, it was out there. It was kind of a bummer. and <laughs> But as soon as I brought them back, I knew right away I wanted to go out there and try. And I remember <laughs> we were actually racing out of Hartford the night before they were, we were going to have the street stock race out there. We ended up blowing up our only motor. And I remember sitting up in the stands, just lip hanging low, watching street stocks <laughs> go around the track. And I was like, man, I got to figure out something to get out here next week. <laughs> Hats pulled down too tight on the eyes, pouting a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. My wife was sitting there. She was looking at me. She goes the whole night. She's like, you look really sad. I'm like, I am kind of bummed that we're not out here, you know? <laughs> But I I just remember, like, the next week I ended up buying a motor from a guy that I know. And I remember just being kind of on pins and needles. And I remember the first night we were out there, this motor that I bought from him, it was just kind of a turd. And I thought, well, let's see what happens. And we ended up getting second that night. I I just remember being ecstatic. I was like, holy cow, like, you know, racing at Houston's and we got second. Then I was beat feet put my other good motor together and the second night out we actually won out there it was my first career win ever you know out there and it was it was just super exciting it's always just i have a special spot in my heart for racing out there so that's awesome so you run any other tracks i mean are you you race in the middle of the week you coming to rocky for the tuesday night show tomorrow i don't think we're gonna make it unfortunately tomorrow just with work schedules and my wife usually works pretty late in the evenings and by the time I pick kids up and sure. we haven't even had a chance to <laughs> put the car back together from last night. You know, they tube their motor after the feature and oh, yeah. we uh, got a little bit of a, I don't know, it's, it's we got an like, electrical issue. We couldn't get it even to turn over after the feature. So I haven't even, honestly, we, by the time we got out of there and got home, it was... <clears throat> about quarter to one last night and I had to get up at 5 30 this morning and go to work and I haven't even had a chance to look at it we were hoping to hoping to get out there but it just it's just not looking like we're gonna be able to make it tomorrow unfortunately yeah. and I like going to Rock Rapids it's just it's kind of I want to go out there and support the fair race and support the track it's just 
we're just kind of in a time crunch. So. If it don't work, it don't work. There ain't anything we can do about that. Right, uh, right. Hey, who who are some of your sponsors? Um, I gotta say, my well, one of my biggest sponsors would be my dad. He's he's the one who kind of you know puts the bill for a lot of things that I can't cover it. Um, but uh, new this year, uh, Elmar Della Basic going Sioux Empire Cleaning. He he jumped on board to help me with the car this year. Um, <clears throat> I gotta say, uh, Dave Yai, he puts my motors together. Um, Scott Nakamas with Nakamas Farms, he helps me out. Um, tires, 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 and Sioux Falls, they supply me with some methanol. Um, TDR chassis, Tim Dan, um, they're primarily my go-to sponsors right now, so... All right, that's perfect. We always got to get them guys mentioned because without them, we don't have races to go to. Exactly, and you know that's, you know, I I got to thank these guys because like you know Elmar from Sioux Empire Cleaning, you know he was, he asked me about. I mean, I I, I don't really like asking people to sponsor my car because it's we don't you know we're we're kind of on a limited schedule. It's kind of hard to ask people to help you out with your car, you sure. know. But these are people who just kind of volunteered to help me out, you know. And, like he, he kept pushing it. He's like, I'll help you out with your car this year. I mean, he's a great guy. He's like, I don't care if you race three times this year. So <laughs> it's, it's good to have people who are, you know, sponsor race cars who are in their racing and, you know, want to help people out. So you can't beat that. Nope. All right. Well, let's, let's end it here with some rapid fire questions, Eric. Okay. All right. They're tough. So be careful now. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? I would probably have to say cookie dough. Okay. Are you a cat or dog person? Dog person. Um, any hobbies other than racing? Um, not really, to be honest with you. Well, another, Family. Another year or two, you'll be chasing your boy around. He'll get involved yeah, in things. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a favorite movie? I would probably have to say... Goodfellas. Okay. Oh, you bet. What's the first thing you drink when you wake up in the morning? Um, usually a big glass of water. Okay. Do you prefer snow or rain? Rain. Um, have you ever listened to a podcast before? I haven't, no. <laughs> well, you'll have to listen to this one so you can listen to it. Yeah, yourself. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what's your favorite place to go out to eat? Um... Or maybe what's your wife's to... favorite place to go out to eat? Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> I'd probably say Minerva's. She likes to go there. Oh, there you go. Uh, what's your favorite holiday? I would have to say, I'd say Christmas, just to get together with all the whole family. You bet. What app on your phone do you use the most? Oh, I'd probably have to say probably the... My race pass or Facebook, probably. Yeah. Um, favorite thing to eat, whether it's at home or out? Oh, I'd probably say a, a good steak. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> how many speeding tickets do you have? Zero. Zero? Ooh. Look at you go. That's a zero. new one for racers. We've had really? some low numbers, but not a zero, <laughs> I don't think. I think... I. My wife always gives me a hard time, you know, about she rides around with me and she's like, you claim to be a race car driver? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I've just gotten, I've just gotten lucky enough that I've 
snuck by and you haven't gotten any, so. All right, so there has to be a time, though, that what's the fastest you've ever gone on the highway? You driving. Um, I'd have to say, oh, uh, it was probably, uh, I don't know, it'd probably have to be like 115 in a 66 Ford Fairlane. Oh, there you go. That was a good time not to meet a cop. <laughs> yeah, yep. What's your favorite uh, drink? Oh, in the evening or during the day? Whatever. <laughs> or both. <laughs> I would say uh, probably uh, Mountain Dew during the day and a bush light in the evening. There you go. And last question. If you could own any car, vehicle in the world, what would it be? Oh, geez. I would say, oh, man, what a tough choice. <laughs> a lot of options, ain't there? There is. There is a lot of options. Um, I'd say a late model street stock. That's what I have now. So there you <laughs> go. the dream right there. So living All the right. dream. That's what we like to hear. Yep. All right, Eric, thanks so much for coming on. We wish you the best the rest of the year. Is there anything thank else you, you want to mention before we let you go? Uh, no, I just, I just honestly got to thank all the fans and thank you guys for having the podcast and thanks for everyone who support the local racing in the area and and uh, everyone who gives support and I guess I gotta thank probably thank the wife again for putting up with this. So right. <laughs> that's a good one. Don't leave that one off. So nope, nope. I better not leave that one off. So. All right, all right. Thanks again for coming on and congrats on the win. Hey, thank you guys. All right, see ya. See ya. Co-op Energy. Your tri-state supplier for all your energy needs. Tires for cars, trucks, and tractors, and fuel like farm fuel, gas, and propane to heat your house and all your livestock barns. Co-op Energy even supplies the propane for the propane pusher. Co-op Energy has several convenient stores in towns located near your local tracks. Stop in before the race to get your gas, snacks, and beer. If interested in doing business with CEC, give Randy a call, 712-400-8216. One more time, 712-400-8216 to set up an account, or you can visit our website at www.coopenergyco.com to find a location near your favorite track. Some of those locations are Wildcat Junction in Larchwood, Jackrabbit Junction in Sibley, in Worthington, the Interstate Sea Store, or the Blue Line Truck Stop. In Lakefield, it's Junction 86, and in Milford, Bogey Junction. Stop by and see what they have for you. All right, we're back at Hoagie's Garage. We got Dusty Ballinger with us tonight. How's it going, Dusty? It's going really good. Just uh, just heading over to my wife's softball game and got done doing some maintenance on the race car, so we're ready for tomorrow night at Rock Rapids. Perfect, perfect. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. Obviously, you're married. I got that already. You got kids because they're racing. Yeah, married. Uh, just got married this year. Um, yeah, 40 years old. Waited a while to get married, I guess. I uh, got three kids, Bailey, Blake, and Bristol uh 16 14 and 7 so 
Hey, Got that's a, a good dad. You know the ages. Yeah, well, I had to look at Bailey to make sure I wasn't going to get the eye because I got somebody wrong. But. Get that steak eye from the next seat over. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, uh, me and my dad own a mechanics business, A&D Auto. Uh, we work on pretty much everything, cars, uh, RVs, uh, tractors, all kinds of stuff. So we stay busy. We got three other mechanics that work for us, and... So uh, we stay busy doing that, and between work and racing and kids, I uh, pretty much don't have time to do anything else. <laughs> so where's A&B Auto at? A&B Auto is right off the Harrisburg exit, uh, exit 71 on I-29. So, oh, okay. Yeah, pretty easy to get to. We're, we are kind of tucked back in a little bit of a neighborhood, but uh, it's nice and peaceful back there, and we both live real close to, to the shop, so works out good. With... When did you start racing and, you know, kind of how did you move up the ranks or however you want to say it? My first ever race was in 1999. I was 17, 18 years old, I guess. Uh, there was a rookie class out of Hartford, uh, my very first race, and Dad said we went out there, and I, I was running pretty good. I think I was running second and third in the heat race. And he always told me, you start, you know, if you start getting loose or you're going to spin out, just gas it. So I did. Well, I was off the top of the track. When I gassed it, it flipped over backwards. I went end over end about five times. <laughs> so my first thanks, race Dad. did not. Yeah, thanks, Dad. It <laughs> didn't end up well. And the funny thing is, is I, I was really skinny back then. I'm not so much anymore, but that comes with age. Uh, <laughs> when they got to the car, they couldn't find me, so they thought I fell out. Well, I, as soon as it stopped and landed, I snuck out the right side of the car and took off back to the pits, and nobody saw that. So <laughs> they got there and freaked out because I, I was scared to death my dad was going to beat the tar out of me, you know. <laughs> so so that was my first race, but uh ended up it was all good. and it, We had a wreck or whatever, so raced the rookie class three more times, I think, and then moved up. uh to the, the normal 360 class and won my second time out at Hartford. So that was pretty cool. Really? Yeah. So then that year was over. And then I guess my first full season would have been 2000. Uh, that's the year I graduated high school. So uh, won the won the points championship at uh, Rock Rapids that year. And I believe Hartford. I can't remember for sure. That was a long time ago, but we had we had a lot of lot of success to start with right away, and that that's just what I started. I started right in sprint cars, so but I had my dad's knowledge there to help me, so that that was huge, obviously. Oh, absolutely! Can't can't beat having somebody that knows that's been racing to help you out like that. Other than exactly. when he tells you to gas on it and that don't work out so good right. in the long run. Yeah, he he told me next time, well, maybe don't gas it quite that hard. Just spin it out and stop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that. So you you basically just started out in the 360 class then? Yep, pretty much. Uh, that's just we kind of I kind of did the same thing with my kids. Uh, you know, when I started, that's what that's what the family had. So it didn't yep. make any any sense to go buy a whole another fleet of you know something different because sure, you know, you, if you got it, you you already got it. So yep, you got parts and you know what you and you're all working on the same stuff. Got to make it a little yep. easier. Exactly. So um. Who do you all have then helping you out in the pitch? You obviously got to have a few with Bailey racing too. Oh, yeah. We got, especially now, you know, way back in the day, I had all kinds of pit guys and pit people around when we were younger. You yeah. know, 
none of us had families back then, so it was it was a lot easier to be at the shop every night and and be hardcore on fixing cars and getting ready and all that stuff. But so I've I've had a lot of great people help me along the way. Um, the list is too long to name them all because sure. we'd be here all night. But you know now with the kids and everything, with Bailey racing and and Blake, you know getting his feet wet in the racing deal. Uh, Bailey and Blake are obviously right there in the shop every night working on stuff and doing maintenance. And in fact, today they were both doing maintenance and stuff like that on my car. And we had, she had an engine problem last night. So I was working on that today, but, uh, then, you know, they have friends that come along and help and like Blake's best friend, Tanner, he's their, he's our, we're, he's our adopted racing stepchild. He's with <laughs> us. He's with us every weekend, all summer long. So, that's pretty cool to see, to see the the kids getting involved into it because there's there's not a lot of that anymore, you know. No, there's so many other things to do for kids on the weekends that you don't get a lot of new kids starting and, and racing. So and them kids that, are the that's future. That's pretty important. Of yeah, they they really are. Without them, I mean, the sport will die. We're all going to get so, old eventually, and we can't keep doing this. That's exactly right. Yep. Oh. That, I mean, that really has to be pretty special for you to have your kids kind of working in the shop with you and everything else. I mean, family time like that, you just don't always get. Right, exactly. So we're obviously a very close-knit family with, you know, with racing, keeping us that close because we are, we live and breathe it. That's what we do, you know. So it's really neat having them in the shop. And then I also, I can't forget to say my brother-in-law, Dave, and good friends shane and reed they always show up at the racetrack and help and there's just always people that show up and you know they're always willing to give a helping hand and it's pretty cool you bet you bet let's talk sunday night a little bit uh the feature win that that was uh you know we don't want to get into what happened the time the week before or whatever but this one was a lot of fun for you yeah, it was, and and I will. I'll bring it up the week before. I screwed up <laughs> on the rules. It was it was nobody's fault but my own. But as you can see from watching the video, or if you're watching on Deer Vision or whatever, yeah, I was. You know, I was a little heated, but hey, man, there was thousand dollars on the line, and I'm gonna try everything I can to get it. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. I had to I had to plead my case, but uh, so that the week before, you know, I just, I missed a safety bar on my chassis. We were trying a new experimental car. It's actually an old car. It's a 2013, but, uh, the safety bars weren't installed on it yet. So, and, and I had the safety bars. I, I do a lot of my own chassis work and welding and stuff. So I just got busy and pretty much spaced it off. So I didn't get them welded in, but that's, that's, that happened. And whatever, we came back this week with, uh, like I said earlier, I had a chip on my shoulder, and and my wife Cindy said she's going to be a little salty until I win again at Houston. And I said, "Well, we're going to make that happen this week." So we did it. I was, yeah. My son Blake, uh, aka Little Carl, is what we call him. He's a crew chief for well. us, and uh, he said, "Dad, I don't think I've ever seen you drive that hard." So it was that was pretty cool. I was I was I wanted to win that sucker and coming from tenth, uh, it was neat. Everything just worked in our favor. It was I guess it was meant to be, you could say, but it was, it felt good to finally get a win at Houston's again. It's they're getting harder and harder to get. Um, the, the class is really competitive. There's a lot of good young talent coming up, and there's a lot of us veterans in there and. It's just a really, really fun competitive class. So every time you can get a win, especially in the IMCA 
lineups, you know, the high point average guys, they always start 10th or 12th and sometimes 14th. So it's really hard to get through there. And then they run us early in the night, which so the track is pretty narrow and pretty heavy and it's hard to pass. So to be able to come up through there like we did last night, it, it really felt good. Yeah. What do you know why why did they make that switch? Why do they have you guys go first and then street stocks and then four tenths? I'm not really sure. I think it has maybe something to do with track conditions or thinking maybe, and this is just my opinion, that maybe the narrower tires on the street stocks will help tilt the track up a little bit. I'm not for sure on that. But um it was really nice when we when we did go after the street stock because at least the track was a little bit wider. Yeah. But you know it's it's really tough with three hundred fives when you get on a heavy track and and I I understand that the four tens are the main show there and that's cool. I mean that's how it should be. It's just it's really tough when you get on a really heavy narrow hammer down track when you got to start tenth or twelfth. Usually you can't you can't get to the front because everybody's wide open and yeah. right around the bottom and fast. So, you know, they, they do a good job out there at Houston's on the track. And last night was, was a perfect example of that it was, it was halfway wide and slick in the middle and there was a nice top and a nice bottom. So yeah, the when they top, can do that and give that, give us that every week, that's awesome. The top was heavy too. Cause when we were packing it, riding around in the push truck, you could feel it. You could actually see a little water pumping up through some of that yet. Yeah, that stuff was, it was tacky up there. And if you if you didn't have your car right and you hit it sideways, well, you could see on the start, Lee Goose right in front of me, he biked it. Yep. He hit that sticky stuff. And that, that maybe was the winning move of the race for me. I got lucky there and snuck by him. But I, so. I, think, I think the winning move for you was with about four laps to go because you probably... I, I know you said you were watching the big screen a little bit, but you probably couldn't see turn three and four. But Lee was he was catching you on the bottom. So when you made the adjustment to go to the bottom in three and four, I I, I think that was a great move. Yeah, that's what my son Blake said also. And I yeah, I was looking at the big screen and I was kind of it's hard to judge how close they're getting. I couldn't hear anybody yet, but I knew I knew on the restarts when we packed down the top three and four it was good for about three to four laps and then it started chunking a little bit and I could feel, I could feel the car slipping coming off the corner. And I thought, yeah, it's getting about that time. And I knew he'd be coming. So I just ran her down on the bottom and it stuck really good. So I think that's probably, you're right. I think that was probably the best, best, best spot for me to be anyways at, you know, at the end of the race, because we were coming up on lap cars and stuff and they were kind of running middle to top. So, it worked out good. Lee's a really good competitor, and he's been really fast this year. So it was nice to, nice to beat him on you know on a nice racy track like that. It's always good to win. Winning's always fun. Absolutely <laughs> right, especially when you don't get DQ'd. That's even better. <laughs> yeah, that sucks the fun right out of it for you. It does, yeah. That's part of it, though. Oh yeah. Now you've raced quite a few different tracks over the years. What do you what do you like about Houston's? Houston's is a very, very technical track. Uh, people watching on TV, it's it, it doesn't look like it. It looks like, oh, you just hammer down on the cushion and go. But that's not the case when you get to lap traffic. you got to be able to run the bottom. you got to be able to dime in the corners. You have to be able to move around. And to have your car set up right to be able to do that is very hard in itself. And then, you know, to be able to 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 drive it also is very hard. So it's a demanding track. Uh, it's, it's really narrow. It's really short. 
Um, it's just you got to have your elbows up all the time, and if you don't, you ain't going to win. So that's probably what makes it one of my favorite tracks. It's just it's an elbows-up driver track. Well, and for us watching, you know, you're in lap traffic four or five laps into the feature already. You're getting into lap traffic, which makes it exciting for the fans. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, tell us who all your sponsors are. Oh, man, I don't have a list in front of me, but I'll see what I can do here. Uh, <laughs> and Auto, obviously, uh, mine and dad's business. That's, of course, that's a really good sponsor. Uh, Prunty Construction, they've been with us for, I think, three or four years now. Uh, they're a really, really good help and a big construction company out of Brookings. Um, Crestman Sanitation, uh, John Crestman, he's, he's a huge supporter from you know, for racing all around the area. He yep. helps so many people, and he helps the tracks out and stuff. And we uh, just had him on last week. Okay, yep. And uh, so I got Jason Brums Construction. He's a local guy out of Harrisburg, has a has a good construction company, uh, home remodels and all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, Precision Drywall, they've been with me for years and years now, Buck and Chase. Uh, they're huge supporters of racing also. Uh, Truck Country Motors. Uh, Mike Anderson, he helps uh, Casey Abbas also. He's a, he's been around racing forever. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, Pete Wazinski Construction. He's also out of Harrisburg. Uh, Ross Reitzma with uh, Northwest Mutual. Um, he's he's just a good friend of the family. He's been with us a couple of years now. Uh, Chad Hughes, Hughes Racing, good friend of mine. Uh, we drink a lot of beer together, so... I guess we just call him a beer sponsor, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's important for racing. That's part Absolutely. of racing. Yep. Uh, let's see. Who am I missing? I think that maybe covers them all. Bailey's nodding her head yes. So no, well, if, if Bailey's giving oh, you the nod, then we're good. <laughs> Can't forget Arn Designs, Eric Arn. He does a hell of a job on making our cars bright and beautiful all the time. Our cars usually stand out pretty good on the racetrack, so yep. that's cool. So, inter quick interesting fact there is uh, Eric Arndt and, uh, from Arndt Designs and Brett Vanderbrink from Octane Inc. Both went to West Line, and that's where oh. I teach. So, that's kind of cool. Oh, that's awesome. You bet. <laughs> oh. Very interesting. Um, well, hey, we're going to get into some rapid-fire questions here for you. Sounds so good. Hopefully, these are just quick and easy. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Oh, man. I'm going to have to say like a chocolate malt. All right. Perfect. Are you a cat or dog person? Well, I'm a dog person, but my wife has a cat, so I gotta, I kind of got to be both, but mainly dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I don't know if you have any other hobbies other than racing with, with the kids racing and you racing. You ain't got much time, but do you have any other hobbies? Uh, I drink beer a lot. Uh, <laughs> we like to go boating. We got a boat. Uh, my my mom has a place up at Lake Hendricks, and my dad has a place at Okaboji. So we like to, when whenever we have time, we like to go do that. Awesome. Um, do you have a favorite movie? Oh, Days of Thunder. All right. First thing you drink when you wake up in the morning? Uh, water with with uh, TV sixteen in it. All right. Snow or rain? Which one do you like? Snow. I'm gonna ride my snowmobile. All right. Um, have you ever listened to a podcast before? Oh, yeah, all the time. Okay. Um, what's your favorite place to go out to eat? Ooh. 
probably I got two of them. One of them's Chevy's in Sioux Falls, and the other one's Squealer's Smoke Shack and Tea. Oh, okay. Uh, favorite holiday? Hmm. Christmas has got to be right there, but probably my birthday. <laughs> that works. <laughs> then you got to do what you want that day, right? Absolutely. What app on your phone do you use the most? Oh, Facebook. Right. Um, what's your favorite thing to eat, whether it's at home or out on the restaurants? Tacos. I love tacos. Perfect. Um, how many speeding tickets have you gotten? Zero. Dude, that's two in a that's, row. You We've never had a zero before. Now we've got two zero. in a row. <laughs> so, but let's do this. What's the fastest you've ever actually gone on the highway? You can have your kids plug their ears if you want on this one. Earmuffs. <laughs> well, when I was 18 or 19, I had a Kawasaki Ninja crotch rocket, oh, so I think baby. I got it up to 165. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's right up there towards the top of our yeah. speeds. What's... <laughs> What's your favorite thing to drink? Uh, Michelob Ultra. And if you could own any car, pickup, vehicle in the world, what would you like to have? Oh, man. Yeah, my first car was a 82 Monte Carlo with T-tops, and I still have it. But I would have to say, I don't know, that's a tough one. Maybe a Lamborghini. Okay. okay. Something else you could get in trouble with on the highway, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Get your first speeding ticket. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dusty, thanks so much for coming on. Um, hopefully this was a good time for you. Congrats on the win, and hopefully you get a few more. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. You guys do one hell of a job with that podcast. We listen to you as much as we can, and we appreciate you having us on, and you guys are you're a good, good uh, fit for the racing community, and and thanks for supporting and listening to all of us. All, all right. right. Well, thank you, and we'll see you Tuesday night. Sounds good, guys. We'll see you later. Take bye. care, bye. like to thank Octane Inc. from T, South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks, it doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers. And they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing. And I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc., you can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. And we're back at Hoagie's Garage with Mark Dobmeyer. How you doing tonight, Mark? Well, we're doing pretty good. How about yourself? <laughs> we're doing all right. We yeah. were talking off air. It, it's hot up in North Dakota too, huh? It is hot. I don't know. I didn't look at the actual temperature. I heard it was like 97 or something like that today, but the humidity, you can pretty much cut the hair with a knife up here. So, <laughs> yeah, ain't that amazing when it, and like here too, it's humid, but it ain't hardly rained. You know, it's yep. been dry. So, yeah, we had a lot of rain earlier this year and whatnot. So, it's, yeah, it doesn't take much of that humidity, it rises right up. So, now, 
Duggan, beginning of the year, did did I see a video or something of you going through like a lot of water <laughs> in order to get yeah. to a race? Yeah, um, uh, I live on, on the south end of town, and there's kind of one road in and one road out, but there's probably, you know, 20, 20 houses out here, I suppose, in this area. Um, but that, that road, if the, uh, if the river comes up too high, the river kind of bleeds into this little coulee that we have, and then that comes up and goes over the road. So we actually have to, for you, I don't, you could say out of, out of a 10 year period, about three, three out of 10 years, this, this road floods and you have to take a boat back and forth to go to work and stuff. And, uh, this was one of them lucky years, I guess, where we lost our road. So for about two weeks, we had to boat back and forth across, but, uh, it was getting towards uh, race season. And of course we wanted to go racing and we're, we're kind of stuck. We were, we didn't think we we're going to lose the road this year. So we left all the race car stuff on this side and we're still working on it and whatnot. And next thing you know, we got a bunch of rain a couple of days in a row and it came right up fast and, and, uh, we lost our road for a while. So we, uh, we played the game and kind of washed it a little bit and we had it down. So it was about a foot, foot and a half deep. And then we, uh, Figured the truck was tall enough, so we just went for it and drove across. <laughs> <laughs> now, they always say you're not supposed to drive through flooded roads because you don't know what's under there. But that, That's true, but it was a blacktop road, so it, it's, it, it might have looked a little hairy, but it was actually a pretty safe situation. We had driven a couple uh, players' razors across at first, so we knew the road was in good shape and everything. And, oh, no and, big uh, holes in it, just, anyhow. Yeah, just don't stop. Push a little water with your bumper and let it rip, you know? <laughs> Cheap, cheaper to lose a razor than the whole rig. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, so Sunday night you got the feature win, first one of the year, right? At Houston, we did. It, it feels like it's been uh, feels like it's been a long time coming, but it's uh, you know we got back to racing last July there after the after the injury where I take a year off and and uh, it didn't take us but a few weeks and then we picked that uh, the big bull haulers brash off at uh, Houston Speedway and then uh, and I've been winless ever since. You know we had a couple races at the end of the year and then pick one up and. Beginning of this year, I was hoping to grab one right away, but uh, everyone's been running strong, and we haven't quite been on our game where we needed to be. And it's been a little off, but we've been kind of working hard and getting things back where we need to and getting our speed back. So it's <laughs> nice to get kind of the monkey off the back and finally get another win. The competition seems to be pretty stiff this year in about all three of the classes up at Houston's. Absolutely. It's been uh, the, the 410 class, I know for sure, has been stout. You know, on a, on a weekly basis, we got, you know, the Hendersons, McCarls. Patnall, I mean, Jewel, yeah. a lot of these guys, and everyone's been getting better and better over the years and more experience. And we get young guns like uh, um, uh, Caleb Johnson. He's really stepped it up, just jumping into the four cans. He's at some humongous speed this year. So the competition's as good as it's ever been at Houston Speedway, that's for sure. Makes it fun for us to sit and watch, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just glad to finally get her in Victor Lane and get one off, and now hopefully we can get some momentum going and get a few more rip in there. There you go. Then you can come back on the show again as we're doing the winners all the time. So. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. <laughs> so a little bit about the race last night. Caleb was flying and then got a little bit in trouble. Um, it just looked like when you took the lead, you were just a little bit more patient maybe than what Caleb was trying to get through lap traffic. Yeah, he, he's going to win a lot of races in the near future. Um, he's, he's definitely got some speed. He's just running, running just a little too hard where he's on the edge of control or not. And he's... Uh, but he's showing he can qualify good. He can race good. He's got all he's got all the ingredients. He just has to put it all together, and he's not far away from doing that either. You can definitely see it. So he's got a lot of wins to come his way. Um, but yeah, he was just running a little too hard, I think, and he got up to a lap car and made a bad choice, and ended up bumping into him, and and uh, they both slipped over because of it. But I was able to capitalize on it. I was I don't I don't like to get the lead from you know from a race that way, but obviously yeah. we'll take it and you just get a win in at this point. But I think we're it was going to be a good race in lap cars because he kind of. 
you see he struggled with him a little bit as he got to him. So that's kind of usually where I, where I strive a little bit. So I was kind of licking my chops, just getting ready to, to have a good race with him. And then, uh, then we didn't get to do it, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully in the near future, we can do her again. You, you did have a few laps there where there was a car low and a car high. And you just kind of had to sit until you could yeah. see your chance. Yeah, I, I just sit and wait. I don't remember who they were, but I got up. There's there's a guy low and a guy high, and the, the the middle was too slick just to like shoot across it, or you just get stuck in no man's land. So you kind of had to just stay up top and keep your momentum and get ready for a hole to open up and then give it. But yeah, it it hung me out for about a lap there, and I was I knew that everyone else was running in on me because as soon as you get stuck like that, they just gain on you like crazy. So I was uh, I was chomping at the bit to get by them, but then we were able to shake free and actually. You know, I tried the bottom a few times off the restart early, and I was able to hang the bottom pretty good too. We got the car rolling really nice now, so it's kind of nice when you got the options where you can go high or low or do whatever you need to do. You know, because yeah. the tracks the track seemed fast to, for watching last night. Anyhow, it, it was. It definitely uh, it carried more moisture or it held more moisture in it than it than it usually does. Um, but uh, kind of the trickiest part of it that I found anyway was going into three. There was a huge bump that kind of it was like a jump if you're running right yep. on the top of the track. You kind of like jumped into the corner and then there's a big ledge on the cushion so it was if you didn't hit it just right you know, it sent that thing flying there's about two different times where i ended way up at the top against the wall and turn hard left i didn't know if i was going to make it out of it or not but we we're able to uh yeah, little, keep it going the right direction but a little launching pad coming in there i kind of changed it up a little bit as i was going and found a, found a way around it and then caleb did the same thing here towards right you know a couple laps before he got tangled up so he had figured it out a little bit too. So, but yeah, it's just, it's all about figuring out that Houston Speedway. It's all about figuring out the fastest, fastest way around it and making the best of it, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, you, you're not the only one there on the team. It takes some guys to help you out in the infield and stuff. You want to mention them guys? And Absolutely. I got, uh, you know, I got a, I got a good hardworking team and everybody on my team is pretty much a volunteer as well. Um, and they're all out here tonight working away too. We got, uh, Ethan and Wyatt Thompson, uh, the two brothers that have helped me out for years and, and uh, been my sidekicks are kind of the the biggest part. We also got uh, Billy, and uh, Billy was helping out a lot. He also does the boss science and graphics that uh, puts all that fancy lettering on the car. And then uh, I got Aaron and Travis and Steve and uh, a lot, just a lot, of, a lot of friends and family that help out a little bit. Like last last week, actually last night, Ethan couldn't come because he, uh, he had to watch his kiddos and stuff. His wife was gone, so... We uh, had another guy from the GLB Transport, another sponsor of ours, helped us, helped me drive the truck there and back so we could uh, make it all work last night. So I got a lot of, just a good group of people that uh, helped me out keep this thing going. And and uh, they're always here to work hard. Like we raced last night, got home at 4.30 in the morning, everyone went to work and we all met up here about 6.30. We already got the car washed and we got the uh, Grand Forks car and the Houston's car in there. We're doing valves and bars and maintenance and trying to get as much as we can out of the way tonight. So... <laughs> definitely uh i'm spoiled rotten when it comes to crew members there are a lot of a lot of good guys that help me out and uh, keep this thing going definitely a crazy lifestyle <laughs> keeps you on your toes though <laughs> yeah most definitely so what what do you like about houston's what's the one or two things that's the best thing about houston's uh i mean that it's got to be just that wall that holds that cushion you know even when it dries off that wall always seems to uh, hold that cushion in and it's just it's just a good bull ring, you know, like last night, for instance, even you could run the top, you could run the bottom. It, it just, uh, creates good racing. And I'm, I'm always about a short track and, and, uh, Houston's is about as elbows up short track as you're going to get, you know, it's a lot like, uh, river city speedway. There's little, little few differences here and there, but the wall is kind of what, uh, the biggest difference that seems to hold that cushion every week. So that's good. Action. 
Action-packed. Yeah, that it is. It's a fun track to spectate at. I've said that every time we <laughs> talk to somebody just about. Yeah. Well. Um, so what what plans you got for this week and then going throughout the rest of the year? Well, we got, uh, there's going to be a lot of racing to go yet this year. Um, this week going to be a little bit milder. We're going to race here on Friday. Um, we get Saturday off for a change, which is going to be kind of nice because we've been going pretty hard the last few weeks. And then Sunday we'll uh, trek down to Sioux Falls again. After that, we got uh, the next weekend will be the Governor's Cup out in Minot. So we'll run an OSA show on Friday, Saturday, and then uh, shoot to Sioux Falls on Sunday. And then a couple other OSA shows the next weekend. And then we're, then we're right into the Knoxville Nationals, you know. And <laughs> it's just crazy. And then right after the Knoxville Nationals, we got the Jackson Nationals. We plan on hitting all that stuff. And and then uh, pick off another Outlaw show in River Cities, hopefully, after that. And, and uh, yeah, there's just a lot of racing to go yet. And then, <laughs> That's good that's thing you got thing. extra crew members, you can say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's a grind between everything, keeping it all going. And like I said, we're all we're all regular guys, we got regular jobs and we just do this for fun on the weekends. But when you're doing it to the caliber we're at, it's uh, it's definitely a grind. We even got the uh, the wives are out here tonight. They were just mopping out the trailer and cleaning out the lounge and cleaning the coolers out, washing the driving suits and uh helping out there too. So it's a it's a whole team effort. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. give you a chance to list all your sponsors. Absolutely. We got uh, a lot of, a lot of good, good brands behind us. We got Buffalo Wild Wings, obviously is the primary sponsor. Um, at the Culb Seed, Dulster Motors, Kello Trucking, GLB Transport, um, Lean Packaging, K-Star Ag Services, Snap-On Tools, Lunster Motorsports, Forks Radiator, Dobmeyer Bonding. Um, all these guys is who, uh, who pitch in and help us out, keep this thing uh, on the road every week, you know, Danielle's cleaning service as well, and uh, high performance lubricants. All so, right, these, gu- these guys uh, help us out and keep us on. Dammer Trucking is also another major one on there, too, as well. So, all these guys uh, help us out, keep us going every week, and uh, we just keep thrashing out, working hard, and uh, try to put this thing in the winner's circle. Well, congrats on a huge win last night. Hopefully, yep. you can rattle off a bunch here. It's It's definitely the right time of year to get hot. Absolutely. It seems like, I don't know what it is, but it seems like at the beginning of the year, I kind of, I, I, I get a, you know, I just get going and whatnot, but then about mid-season, uh, for some reason, I usually pick up speed, and that's kind of where we're at now, so we're hoping to uh, carry this momentum and pick off a few more. All right. That's perfect. Like I said, it's the right time of the year for it, so. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll take it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for being on the podcast, and, you know, hopefully you're on here some more this year. Sounds like a plan, bud. Thank you. All Best right. of luck the rest of the year. You bet. Appreciate it. Bye. Lester Day celebration is Friday, August 19th and Saturday, August 20th. Start your night off Friday with a rescue squad fundraiser with inflatables and fire truck rides. And there is also going to be a new glow run this year for Friday night. Saturday, start your morning off bright and early with a smoking competition. Get a hold of Buddy Kellenberger for that at 730 Till 9, there is a breakfast at the community center. Then the parade is at 10.30, followed by a lunch put on by People's Bank at the community center. Live music by the Teals Band. Three-on-three basketball tournament. Face painting, inflatables, 4-H concessions. There's an A&W car show on Main Street. A golf ball release. Cowpie bingo. Also brand new this year is a chuck wagon presentation. There's a kid's tractor pull. The raffle will happen right after that. There is a beanbag tournament starting roughly around 4 o'clock down at the Ball Diamond. 
followed by a home run derby for kids and adults. And then to cap it all off, there is a street dance by the caboose. What a great day for the village of Leicester. Hey, we're back, Tope. Hey, I thought it was a great show. I do, too. I think all of them uh, did a great job talking. Yep. And, you know, they just... Some good information again from them on different aspects of things. and Yeah, I mean, you know, I... Obviously, I don't know any of them personally, but it's just good to get information from them and kind of find out what kind of well, people they are. It's and the, the, the racing nerd in us comes out, and we get to learn something. But it's about every time we do one of these shows, I learn something new. Yeah, and the thing I like most, and I think we find this out almost all the time with racing, it's such a family deal. Yeah. You know, Dusty <clears throat> Bellinger, family, Eric Mosier was his yeah. dad. Um, you know, Dobbs, maybe... Not as much family, but it's like yeah, but family they, they with his the friends. Wives there and yeah, you know, got, I yep. mean, they got everybody there. Um, I just think that's super cool. Yeah, it's so, really neat to watch. Yeah. So again, thanks to Husets for sponsoring us. Yep. Uh, hopefully, we're putting on an all right show. Um, if you have any ideas for us or anything like that, uh, stop just, down and talk to us. Yeah, Tobes in the propane pusher. Yep. In the brown propane pusher. Uh, get. Give Tobe, uh, give Tobe all the crap if we suck. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thanks, bud. He comes down afterwards. So. Yep, yep. So, all right. All I right. think that's it. Yeah, that's it. We'll call tonight. All right. See ya.